Well, ain't it great to be in the house of the Lord on this Sunday morning? Amen. I'm in the presence of a God that in a moment of twinkling of eyes, he's going to take a church off of this ground. He's going to burst up graves, amen, by the millions, amen, and pull souls out of it. I'm not serving if and and maybe God of tomorrow, God. I'm serving the God of today. And he's the God of yesterday, and he's going to be my God tomorrow. This God's going to get me through, ladies and gentlemen. It may be a Sunday morning, you may be dead and down and out. But I'll tell you, I'm alive and well, and thank God for it. Woo! This is the place where cancer can be healed. This is the place where you can find salvation. This is the five place you can find every need you got. You're not going to find any other place. I'm not about to walk in this place. Well, if you get offended, straighten your carnality up. That's all I can tell you. Deal with your flesh. This place is holy because he makes it holy. And because he's here, anything can happen. Because he's here. Hallelujah. Devils can be defeated. Lives can be set free. Because he's here. He's worthy. He's worthy. I couldn't help but thank God. I'm not worthy enough to do it. Amen. But you're worthy. Be loved and worshiped, magnified in this house this morning. What an awesome and mighty God we serve today. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. Gonna let our classes go back. Good to see everybody in the house of the Lord this morning. Just overlook me and have those little little expels. <laughs> but man, it's hard to bottle this up. It's hard, hey man, have a countenance on my face and an attitude in my spirit that it's just another, no, this ain't another gathering. Hallelujah. We had gathered here to worship and we gathered here to believe in God and the touch of God. We brought our children and grandchildren. They hear the word of God. I pray God's anointing. I walked in those Sunday school rooms this morning. Ask God to anoint those teachers, anoint the students' hearts, minds. Amen. This is the most important thing in their lives. This is heaven and hell. Hallelujah. They don't have nothing to do with a paycheck. It's got something to do with eternity. It's got something to do with heaven and hell. It's got about something to do with your soul that's going to live out in the eon somewhere. And this is a gateway. And this is the turning point. And this is the place where you're going to find hope. Amen. And make sure it's right. So praise God. Uh, that's the reason we come here. Hallelujah. Sunday mornings and just Sunday nights and Wednesday nights. Any other time. Hallelujah. The excitement in our hearts, our minds, and spirits. Taste and see that the Lord is good. How many believe the Lord's good? How many believe God's been good to you? Pray you had a good Thanksgiving week. God bless you. Been good to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe eat a lot of turkey, a lot of hams. Hallelujah. The president, he didn't pardon all the turkeys. He just a couple. Hallelujah. But millions of others had to die. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, somebody, some, some, some things have to pay the ultimate price. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad one called Jesus Christ paid an ultimate price. And I'm glad, amen, I believe that this morning. I believe that, that blood can wash away every sin. I believe there's healing in that blood when man can't do it. I believe there's resurrection in the lifter of my spirit and the lifter of my soul and the way maker in my life when I don't have enough money, when I don't have anybody else to call on. I still got a Jesus. I still got a Jesus sitting on the circle of this earth. There's a God in the heavens looking down. Amen. And he don't miss anything. Hallelujah. And he's watching his little darlings and the apples of his eye. And I'm telling you, we'll stay sitting to him. He's going to guide us out of this mess in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we don't have nothing to be depressed about and down and out. 
Hallelujah. I'm telling you what, our own, our own government called bankruptcy. I don't mean we got to go down with them. I'm not dependent on my money. I'd be better off depending on some of yours, but I ain't even going to depend on yours. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I'm going to depend on God. I'm going to depend on the promises that's in that book. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to worship Him. How about you? You read your lesson? I want to be a worshiper of Jesus Christ. How about you? Well, everybody's worshiping something, some form and fashion. We give ourselves unto it. Amen. But we're created to worship. It's in us. In us. It's in us. It's in us. Just part of the package deal. Praise God. We're going we're to give reverence to something. We're going to show fear. Amen. To something. We'll give our hearts, our passions. Amen. Our time, our efforts. We're going to make investments. We're going to spend our money. Praise God. We do some things that some people say, well, that's just a waste of money. Amen. I wouldn't do that, but you don't have a passion for it. Hallelujah. Maybe you got hobbies. That others would say, well, that's a waste of money. I, I don't get nothing out of that. No, but you got yours. You may be sitting on the couch and eating potato chips, but you got them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. I got a passion. Amen. I'm getting fat. Well, I don't, but I'm just saying, hallelujah. If you don't want to do nothing, you know, just lay around and eat enough, you'll get to praise God. But uh, I tell you what, I have got a passion. I have a passion for God to show up here today. Amen. I believe he wants to help somebody. I believe he wants to bless somebody. Amen. I want to be helped. How about you? I need help. Praise God. Amen. Boy, we talk about we'd be in a mess. What if we had to do this all by ourselves? God gave us dominion over this earth. Hallelujah. We're going to fool around and make a big enough mess out of it, aren't we? Hallelujah. Praise God. But you know what? God's going to get us out of here. Created to worship. How many loves to worship? How many really loves to worship? How many loves to worship the Lord? Uh, something you like to do uh, as you come to church or possibly even all, your, all by yourself. Something you like to do driving down the highway. Amen. Something you can do walking in Walmart to a certain degree anyway. Hallelujah. Uh, they probably won't lock you up. Go ahead and do a dance for him. Man, they let some of these other folks go in there and they do some crazy stuff. They don't lock them up and hesitate about doing it. <laughs> hey, man, I, I promise you, I ain't being ugly, but I bet you some of that group coming flowing down. Not worth the pressure we get from them. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad I'm a worshiper this morning and not for entertainment, not for just a sign. Amen. But we want to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Amen. We want to worship Him, not man. We want to worship Him. Praise God. So, but God's good to us. And amen. Some beautiful Psalms that we've been studying from, just four chapters out of 150. But we're at the 150th Psalms this morning, some six verses. Very powerful verses about giving praise. And man, that pretty well sums everybody up, that 150th chapter, for everybody to give praise unto Him. He deserves our attention. Man, he, des he deserves our attention. He deserves our efforts and what we give to Him on a daily basis. He's a giver of life. None of us would, none of us would even be created. He's the one that created us and formed us out of the dust and even, you could say, of the wound itself. Amen. David said, you knew me. 
hallelujah, the fingers and the color of my hair and my eyes. And you knew what I was going to look like before I was ever even born, God. You knew you the one that fashioned and formed us for what? For fellowship and have companionship with you, God. And it's awesome. It's mighty as uh, you are in the heavens where your glory is. Amen. To have that kind of companionship and fellowship with him. To know him. Man, I tell you, David had a walk with God. Amen. David done a lot of prophesying and a lot of things. Just written a lot of his psalms and other psalms that was joined together and pulled together. Such as the one last week, the 90th Psalm of Moses song. Only psalm he wrote there. But amen. What powerful instructions and guidance that we receive out of the writings of the book of Psalms. I told somebody here a while back going through some things. I told encouraged them. I said, read the book of Psalms. I said, man, you're talking about somebody to lift you up and guide you down a road of the emotions and things of that nature. Hallelujah to help you. Read the book of Psalms. Just begin to read out through it and you'll, you'll be amazed if you really start paying attention what this particular book and the 150 letters and psalms that was made into lyrics and songs and they would practice them on a regular basis to sing them and they use them in a form and a method and a way to worship God. We see even in this, this last letter that we're going to talk about today using instruments, instruments to help enhance and help to, to create a, a atmosphere and create a place. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sure some of you may use the practice, amen, of putting a CD in, a certain CD, a type of CDs in to help create a prayer time, amen, surrounding. Some, some like to put in certain CDs with songs and others like to put in certain CDs with a saxophone and that type and form and music that helps helps create that. And we know God used, God used David himself. This is what brought his encounters into the presence of King Saul. Amen. Hallelujah. To drive away evil spirits. Praise God. Thank God for the anointing music that we have here and the anointing singers and those that would commit themselves, dedicate themselves and not just on this platform but outside of this platform in conducting their lives to be used of God. The devil hates our singers. Amen. The devil hates our musicians because they basically upon this earth has taken his place and he hates them with a passion and even the devil uses music and the devil uses musicians, amen, to fulfill his desires and his pleasures, amen, to destroy and to tear down and, and to cause chaos and things of that nature and so he enhances that even with drugs and alcohol. They got concerts and all different types of concerts and the crazy stuff that happens to them things and they, they get all beside themselves and they get all kind of lights going. Get all kind of waving and doing and hollering. I ain't been to any of them and I know enough about it. But oh, they think we're crazy when we come to the house of God. And we begin to sing about Jesus and we begin to worship Him and lift Him up in song and with instruments that's anointed of God and blessed of God. And They think we're a little crazy because we begin to dance and we begin to got a little jig. Did you know the world stole that? Did you know the devil, amen, has given it to the world because he hates God and the worship of God because he was a leader at one time? Well, God's good to us. God's good to us. So we got a powerful lesson here today. Amen. We'll just let it begin to saturate us in such a way. Man, because we're serving a good God. And you know what? You was created to worship. You was created to praise. You was created to give yourself, give your your. Uh, attention, your uh, praise and uplifting too. 
man, even, even Paul warned us at times. He said, you know, to take heed and be careful when you join hands with somebody in agreement about an issue or situation to make sure. Amen. Why? Because all of that is a type and a form of worship. It really is. Hallelujah. That's the reason God, God, even with Israel, whenever they, he brought them out of Egypt and out of the wilderness and sent them into that promised land, Moses was very strong in commanding them of who they were and who they was representing and for them not to bow, not to give themselves to any other gods and to other people. Amen. But you're going to represent me unto them. You're going to persuade them. Praise God. That's, that's the, you know, we preached it Sunday night. Godly sorrow. And when you're cleansed by God, when you're washed by Him, out of you flows a liberty, a freedom, a power of life. Amen. That the whole world's looking for. The whole world wants to experience. Amen. To, to experience that liberty and that, that deliverance. That hope. That hope that lays in the eons to come. You know, Revelation talks about that uh, in that time there's going to be a new song, a song that's never been sung. I don't know exactly how many instruments and what type of instruments are going to be up there, but, but praise God. He may, may say, he may, don't take me wrong, don't be ugly when I'm fixing to say here, okay? Praise God. But he may take some of you that's been playing instruments down here all this time, make you sit down and make some of us. <laughs> praise God. Never played in, didn't have no talent to play them. Hallelujah. It's your turn now, buddy. <laughs> Woo! Praise God. And, well, I see those that don't play. You're smiling, looking at me. Those that you have played, you kind of looking at me like, hmm. Uh, that's all right. I'm just going on with you. Praise God. We're going to have a good time either way. You won't be mad at me up there. I won't be mad if you don't let me play any of them. I won't be mad about none of it. I'll just be glad I made it. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But somewhere in the millions and eons of time, I'm probably going to find a time I can get to play something, I'm sure. Amen. Praise God. So, when you look at our lesson this morning, a focused verse is found in Psalms 150 and 6. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord. That's what we're here for. We're to praise Him. We're to praise Him for His goodness and His mighty acts and His excellency and, and His love for us, His long-suffering, His keeping power and safe. None of us could be here this morning without God. Amen. Hallelujah. He's the one, uh, even though, you know, sometimes we may have the tendency not to realize that because, you know, we, we have a part to play and a part to do. But you know what? We can accomplish none of that without God. Hallelujah. We can do absolutely nothing without the Lord. Paul said, I am what I am by what? His grace. Amen. We do all things through Him, live, move, and have our being by Him. Basically, writers telling us that we could put one foot in front of the other. That God being there and helping us. And surely, amen, if we had a war against the devil, if we had a war against his powers and abilities, we wouldn't have a chance. His snares, amen, he would trip us up before we could get out this door good. But thank God for him, amen, to work. So we got, we got much. I'm telling you, we have much to praise God for here this morning. 
uh, the lesson connection. I, I won't spend a whole lot of time there, but uh, as he talked about the Native American, the Indians, amen, the Kaui uh, group, and the grandfather, amen, and a uh, grandson. Uh, grandfather's about on the scene of just in the days and hours of dying, and he rehearses him about his family and changes his idea and opinion and the impact it has upon this grandson of wanting to be called an Indian now, and we're going to uh, follow that trend, amen. But you know what? The power that you and I have through Jesus Christ, and that's the sums it up if you read the bottom of that the last of it amen the impact that you and i have is apostolics amen is people that's uh, experienced jesus christ and through the power of the holy ghost experience that new creation power experience that transforming power amen that's what the bible calls it that's what the new testament calls it that we're no longer the same we begin to love things we once hate and hate the things we once love amen carnality is hostile against god but when you're born again of the water amen you bring uh, you bring carnality under submission amen and you you cause carnality i, I want to worship god i want to take this body that belongs to him now i want to magnify him i want to come to the house of god and lift up holy hands and we don't wait just to get the house of god to do it we'll do it driving down the road amen i mean if they can they can do their things and turn their boom box up and get their vehicles to doing all this stuff and you know and they're, they're doing their thing out there and then you know what when they pull up beside me at the red light and i'm patting my steering wheel and i'm singing about jesus i don't want them look at me like i'm strange amen if anybody's doing what he was created to do it is us that's worshiping and magnifying jesus and it's not just inside the box we're not coming out of the closet because we just never put in one. If we're in one, because we chose to go in the closet. God didn't do this thing in the corner somewhere. He done it in the wide open, honey. Woo! It's too early for all this, ain't it? <laughs> Praise God, man. I'm telling you, I just feel the Holy Ghost here today. But, uh, but to have that power... Not of ourself. He, as he told Jerusalem, he said, it's not by power and might, but what? But by my spirit. So anybody that, that has the Holy Ghost and allows the Holy Ghost to flow through them has the ability, amen, to impact your neighbor, to impact your enemies, in fact. Impact those that are surrounding you. And you come involved. It may just be a one-time encounter. Praise God. But you know what? With the Holy Ghost orchestrating and directing us, Words that we say and actions that we take. It can impact that individual for life. They might not ever forget it. They may not put the dots together at that moment in time. Amen. But they just know that something was different. And from that point, God's got another one to come along and do a little watering. Amen. And, and you know what? God gives the increase because it's all about Him anyway. We're just His workmanship. We're just His vessels upon this earth. Amen. As praisers of God. And I'm glad it's not just bound in the house of God and this place that's been dedicated to, as a building to worship Him. Amen. But we can do it on the street corners. We can do it in our living rooms. I'm telling you, it would do our children good to see moms and dads and pawpaws and momos dancing and worshiping and magnifying God. It'd do them good for us some evenings to go in and just plug in a good CD and have a good celebration. Hallelujah. Right in the house of God. Man, they 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 paying attention. My granddaughter asked me yesterday. She said, well, I want to ask you something. I said, all right. She gets serious every once in a while. <laughs> and uh, I, she said, what, what are you doing? I said, when y'all get up there and y'all got that piece of paper, 
She said, what do you do? I said, what do they do? I said, Brother Troy and Brother Brian, they touching your finger. What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing up there? <laughs> I had explained to her. I said, well, James said, anoint him. I said, we take ours. We anoint them. We anoint them sheets. And we're praying and believing God. God will heal them and deliver and bless them. So you know what? They, they pay more attention to what you think they are. They love some of these songs. They, they love for you to sing them. They, 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 they sing parts of them. You'd be surprised at home. They, they get to sing and they may not get it all just right. But you know what? That, that's just got to bring honor to God. Amen. It's they, they out of the mouths of babes. Our scripture is going to talk about that. Out of the mouths of babes. Amen. God. And, and we're going to look at that particular chapter just a little bit. Those particular verses weren't in our setting. But we're going to talk about that a little bit. Because this is how we're made overcomers. One of the greatest ways to lift your spirit and get out of a vow and drive demons and demonic forces out of your life is to use the same method, amen, that David used with Saul. When he come again to pray and worship and sing unto the Almighty God and under that anointing, he would silence and he would drive those evil spirits away. That still works in the New Testament. You get good anointed singing and playing in the house of God, amen, pre-service, pre amen, during service and end of service. I'll tell you, it puts the icing on the cake. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it sets the stage. It, it conditions us. Conditions our minds and hearts and spirit because we've been out there up and down the roads and fighting devils and fighting kids and fighting families and fighting what this and fighting that. Hey Amen. Fighting hair to get it ready. I'm fine doing all this other stuff. Getting wrinkles out there. I got to come to the house of God. Ain't nothing like good Holy Ghost singing and joining together and worship. Bonding together, magnifying God. It creates an atmosphere that, that creates us all, erases all that away. Sets the stage in the atmosphere, man. It kind of takes the peanut butter out of the step. You know what I'm saying? Praise God. You ever come to the house of God and feel like you're walking in peanut butter knee deep? And all of a sudden, the hand of God and the touch of God. Man, the peanut butter's gone. Those shackles and weights that don't feel like you can lift your hands and, and get galled up in it, can't you? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. We can worship this God. As we begin to look at the rest of this lesson here today, I'm probably going to use scriptures as much as anything. But um, I'd like to go and let's look at Psalms 8. It starts out there. Nature worships him. Nature is worshiping him just like it was created. All the fowls of the air, the beasts of the field, the sun, the moon, the stars, the trees... Man, as they were spoken and created, amen, for, they was created for us. We, we see a divine order of God in the Genesis in that creation. Before he ever created man, he created everything that man was going to need. Amen, to put him in a place, to put him in a garden. God, God never gets the cart ahead of the horse. Amen, God does things in a divine order and sets it up in a, in a, in a decent manner, in a decent way. That we can fulfill what he desires and his purpose. Hallelujah. So when you go to Psalms 8. And I'm going to start with the first verse. I know the writer started with the third one. But let me start with the first verse this morning. And just look at some of what's been given to us. O Lord, our Lord. And I'm still praying and just may not may come back and preach. Our, a few weeks ago we, we had Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Praise. That's, that's, a powerful, that's a powerful revelation and an understanding right there when you really get it. A lot of things that nerves us. A lot of things that causes us to be upset. 
when we really get a real revelation of the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Praise God. He's my guiding eye. He leads me to still waters and green pastures. It may be some wilderness and desert times, but I can be assured of one thing. The Lord is my shepherd. When I run out of money, the Lord is my shepherd. When I'm running out of help, the Lord is my shepherd. When I'm running out of the substance that we put our hope in, when it runs out, the Lord is my shepherd. And because of that fact and because of that revelation, amen, I'm going to lift my head. I'm going to lift my hands. And I'm going to know in the surety everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to work out. Amen. Praise God. So we'll, that's another time. We'll see nature worships him in Psalms 8. The first verse, he said, Oh Lord, our Lord. In fact, you'll see, I think it's 81 and 84 also of Psalms. It says the same theme. Amen. It's this particular Psalm and heading of this particular Psalm here in Psalm 8. Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. You and I represent it, the greatest name that's ever been represented. Amen. I know there's a lot of talking, a lot of the things about, you know, Jehovah and the, using Old Testament terms. And even some don't believe in using Jesus and Jesus is not the name and all that. But I promise you, amen, if you just have faith in the name of Jesus, call on the name of Jesus and practice it, it'll prove itself. <laughs> I said it'll prove itself. Amen. Hallelujah. And so how excellent is all, thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens. And this is where it's going to lead us to. This is where it's going to guide us as we begin to look at the heavens itself and its creation, the handiwork. And above the heavens, out of the mouth of babes and suckling hast thou ordained strength. Watch this. Because of thine enemies that thou mightest steal. That means to quieten the enemy and the avenger. That's a very powerful verse. You really begin to ponder that verse. You really begin to think about what that verse is telling us. The God, the creator himself, the God that fills the heavens with his glory. You've got to understand the psalmist as he's there. And, and, and later on, you're going to see what he's, he's talking about. As he looks up in the heavens and, and beholds and considers the heavens. And it's, it's, it's beauty. It's creation. And this is the God now. This is a God that's going to take out of, out of sucklings, out of babes, and the praise out of sucklings and babes. Now we know that David, to a great part, is talking about the Messiah often, but, but not just the Messiah. You're going to notice here, it's, it's that son, it's that seed, it's that, that man-child, our child, our children, our, our humanity. A man that's being born. And out of this creation. That how God. This, this God that, can, that spoke all this into existence. And how that he can silence the enemy. Lucifer. The devil. The accuser of the brethren. The avenger of the mankind. The one that sets schemes and snares and is a thief and a robber that tries to, to, to rob every soul and devour every individual that he possibly can. 
But, but God, amen, David, amen, writings here, letting us know that God, out of a, out of a suckling, uh, another place it talks about, uh, one, one, one particular lady talked about Jesus. And, and you, if you know anything about Scripture, you know what I'm trying to say without saying it. It's some things a little, little hesitant about in public. But uh, uh, talk about how blessed she was, amen, to be nursed to, to Jesus. And, and, and so when you begin to understand how God, Create us out of the dust. And, 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 but give this individual as a man now. He's lower than the angels created. We're going to go to verses like that. and Fashioned a man. Hallelujah. Sometimes we, we don't really understand. The writer talks about it. A man. And in the very beginning, the next little part of, the, of his writings, he talks about the, the ability, the electrons and things of that nature to form sentences and, and to have language and to speak and our, our creation, who and what we are. And they talked about how they compute that even to this day that there's no way that they had a computer how big it was and have two big water towers amen to cool this to compare it to one child the brain of the, the compassion the ability of a child <laughs> praise God now I'd love to I'd love to have some of that to be honest but uh, <laughs> but but they talk about the mind and the brain the ability for it to, to grow and for it to knowledge and wisdom that still, to this day, there's no computers, amen, that can compare to it. But computers sure is running a lot of our country, isn't it? And there's people who put more confidence in a computer. They will in a man of God that's anointed. It used to be, well, I saw that on television. But today, I saw that on YouTube, and that makes it so. Praise God. But uh, watch him. He's, so he, he's the one that can. I can carry you to Matthew 21 and 15. As, as out of the mouths of babes, it's sucklings. As Jesus came to the temple, if you go back and look at that, he had visited. It was his second visitation to that temple, in fact. He done it in John the second chapter. But now he comes back, Matthew 21, and talks about it. And how they had took the temple of God, the place of prayer and the place of praise and the place where God was to be worshipped and magnified. And they had made it a den of thieves. They had made it a place of making money. They had taken, because most of them had Roman coins and they weren't accepted by the Jews. Amen. Because of the image of Caesar. And so they would have to bring those Roman coins and exchange them out for the Hebrew coins. And so in that exchange, amen. Man, they was making great profit. They would charge far more than what they should have. Amen. For the change. And so even the doves that they used to offer the sacrifice was charging far, far more than what they should have. Amen. For these. And so they had made this place. Hallelujah. And so when Jesus shows up and, and he begins to heal and they begin to come in and God begins to heal them and bless them and they begin to cry out, Hosanna, Hosanna. And Hosanna simply means he saves now. He saves now. And so here they question and they ponder this and frustrate and indignation gets a hold of them as they watch this unfold. And so we, we, we watch, we see this. And so don't ever underestimate the power in the spiritual realms and in the atmosphere whenever you come walking in this place. Don't never, don't let your flesh, don't let your carnality get irritated. Whenever singers and worshipers gets up here and, and tries to promote. Now we have to be anointed. To, to be really effective. And the reason of our worship and the reason of our singing has to be for him. And not, not for entertainment. 
not for your response. You know what I really like to preach? It's when I'm anointed and I don't care if you respond or not. That's when I really like to preach because your response on me, it ain't going to water me down one bit. I'm not going to pay it any attention. I've had people say, you didn't see this, you didn't hear that. Oh, I'm, I must have been blocked out from all that. I, didn't, I don't remember none of that. I didn't see none of that. I don't know nothing about that. Well, my baby was just a screaming and just a, well, I don't know nothing about it. That's when I really love to preach. When I can look at you and your appearances one way or the other doesn't affect me one way or the other. I mean that good and I mean that bad. You can, you can just, just, it's up to you. It's killing what your flesh is doing. It's according to what's, what's coming out of your spirit. But, but don't ever get frustrated. Don't let your spirit, don't let your flesh, don't let the devil, amen, get you irritated. I mean, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we, some of the biggest fusses we have is over music and over songs, old and new and style and the, the beat and you know that's what the devil you know what if he can't stop singing and worshiping here he can you know what he can do he can he can cause turmoil in it that's that's what he wants you know why because he knows that can hinder him i can hinder a man i can hinder god from able to do and keep him a stronghold to keep things from happening the way it should happen but you get under the anointing of worshiping and coming together, praising, magnifying, exalting Him with songs and coming together with them singing. That's the reason, I, you know, it, it don't matter if they sing a fast one or a slow one, honey, I'm going to worship with them. I can sing a new one or old one, I'm going to worship. We're singing to Jesus Christ. We're singing to God Almighty. We're, we're, we're creating an atmosphere. Hallelujah. And as long as it's not contrary to the doctrines in here, now you, got to, you get to sing until the blood won't wash you. Hey, we're going to put some skids on that one. You get to singing that you don't have to be baptized in Jesus' name. We're going to put the skids on that one. Now, if you get in here and we get to, we get to you know, some kind of beat and some kind of, we're going to do some kind of dance that's so early and so whatever. We're not going to get in here and start rapping. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I believe there is a place. And I believe the world stole a lot of it. Now, I'm just being honest with you. I believe the devil gave it to him, the king of rock. There's only one rock, and he wasn't that king of the rock. He's on the wrong rock. You hear me? You watch this. Drugs, they call a rock. I, hey, I'm telling you. Everything wants to take the place of God. The only thing that can do, oh, I feel that Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, there's only one true rock that can change you and can send you on a journey, hallelujah, to find joy in. There's only one rock you can build your life on that holds all eternity. Let all of hell come against us. But I'm telling you, this rock, if I can get on top of this rock, buddy, I'm telling you, it'll get me above the waves. It'll get me above the clouds. It'll get me above those fiery dark things at the end of the shoot. I'm telling you, it'll work. And the world's doing everything it can to substitute the genuine real rock. And so the devil's done the same thing with music. Praise God. He says, When I consider thy heavens, when I begin to behold them and view them, and, and how often would David... As a shepherd spent out in the geographical locations that he would have to lead his flock. Sometimes probably on the backside of mountains. Sometimes down in valleys. Sometimes possibly in desert and wilderness places. Going from one range to the other. And how beautiful the night would be sometimes. As he would sit, especially after the setting of the sun. Going down of it. 
told my wife just the other day, uh, we watched a, a beautiful sunset. We really did. Uh, I'm not real big and all that, but, but we did. We enjoyed it. And, uh, uh, man, those folks just taking pictures left and right. In fact, my wife sent one to my daughter, and she said, y'all trying to rub it in or what? But anyway, it was. It was beautiful. It was awesome. And uh, we stood there for just a few minutes as it went down. Hey, immediately, you could feel the temperature changing. I mean, immediately. It was just unreal. And I said, hey, that's just, that's just unreal how fast the temperature is changing once that sun. That's the same way with the S-O-N. You let him start fading out of your life, sonny. The temperature. And you wonder why I won't do that. <laughs> I'm being good. And, um, but but you've got to keep him alive. And you can't depend on just Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night keep this thing burning praise God I'd get me some CDs I'd do whatever I had to but uh, praise God I'd get me a place and I'd plug it in if that's what I had to do and I'd spend some time with Jesus and keep that fire burning amen excitement about who he is but anyway let's go back to that and so no doubt it's times like this that David probably pull out that harp and he'd begin to sing and play and come up with a lot of these, these psalms that we read about and Sing Israel, Israel made them a part of their songbooks, amen, to, to, to impact them, amen, to change their lives and turn them around and help them, help them to stay on the right path. And so you could just imagine as he beheld and considered the heavens, amen, and uh, he says, the works of thy fingers, amen, that you, you placed it, you put it up there and put it all in motion. He says, the moon, the stars, that thou hast ordained or appointed and, and, and set up to govern and to rule. Amen. And thank God for it today. Those first ten commandments are still in action today. Still in obedience today. Now if you really begin to consider that. If you really begin to ponder on that. How awesome that really is. This is that God. This is that creator. And when you begin to view that, man, faith, I'm telling you, hope and faith and excitement has to boil up in you. Why am I worried about this? Why am I worried about that? When the Creator Himself has created all of this, put all this in, and I'm going to worry about, because I showed up at Walmart and a few shelves are empty. Now, if I didn't know God, and I was dependent on self, and I didn't know how to plant nothing, and I didn't have no ground, and I was living on cement, and Walmart's the only place I've ever been, McDonald's and Burger King, and don't know anything about Jesus, and don't know anything about God, I'd get worried too. But we know this God. We've experienced this God. And you know what? And I know we, 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 that old song they put out, old country boy's going to survive. I beg the difference with you. That country boy's not going to survive. When God gets ready to shut things down, you know what? He's going to take those, 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 those little four-legged deer we've been running out there. They won't exist. He can take them out just like he takes everything off the shelves. He can take every little rat, every little rabbit. I hope he takes the snakes. He might leave a few mosquitoes or whatever, but that's God. But I'm telling you, now he's God. 
<laughs> and so, but when you and I, with a real revelation, and we wake up every morning, God's already got my day mapped out. God's already got my every need supplied. He promised me. He promised, not man. God promised me he'd supply my every need. Every single day. Huh. And so, that's, that's what he's talking about. Listen, listen to some of this. Job at 22 and 12 says, Is not God in the heights of the heaven? Behold the height of the, of the stars. How high they are. So they just millions of miles. And, but we can behold how, how beautiful it really is. Amen. And, and, and Jupiter and things that you can look at. And, and at one time, the ships and all that used the skies and the, the certain stars to, to navigate and to, to be able to operate. Today, we don't hardly look at that. We got our own instruments now. and We don't hardly take out time to, you know. It's amazing how God created things to Draw our attention to let us know that there is a God. But, but and I, Psalms 19 and 1 puts it this way. The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmaments showeth his handiwork. It'd probably do us good tonight after service. Just walk out there and look. And I assume it's going to be clear skies. I don't know. It may be cloudy. It is this morning. But, but either way, you know, just look around sometimes, observe and say, that this is a God I'm serving. This is God that created me. And I worry about, I'm, I'm fussing over a $5 bill with somebody. But I don't know why I'm on this, but I'm on it. And I, I'm, I'm getting upset about. Folks, I'm telling you, a lot of that's nothing but a trick of the enemy. And uncrucified flesh is creating the problem. That's reason, but if we get our focus on him. He goes on, he says, day unto day, listen to him. Day unto day uttereth speech. Listen to what he says in this verse. It's, it's awesome. And night unto night showeth knowledge. Watch the next verse. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. There is no speech, no language, where from day to day and from night to night has its voice unto all of humanity. You know what that psalmist is telling us? You can go out into some of the foreign countries and third world countries and out in those old tribes. People that don't know anything about reading, know anything about anything. But if that individual just look up in the heavens... And begin to behold and observe what took place in that creation. And cry out not to worship that. I won't touch on that, Moses. <laughs> not to worship the sun. Not to worship the moon, the stars, the astrologies. No. <laughs> I don't look at all that junk. And folks talk about what month you're born in and got these scorpions and all this. I don't know. I'm like Paul. You're too superstitious, all I can tell you. That's like, you know, slamming on brakes, a cat go, <coughs> run out in front of you. <coughs> Especially a black one. <laughs> run over him. but uh, yeah. There's a lot of them been running over around here, but it's in, we call them pole cats. <laughs> I don't try to run over them. 
<laughs> anyway, here we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> but watch the language. It has its own language. To let the whole universe know there is a God. And, and, and we know Genesis makes it plain. We're created in his image. And man, male and female, God created us in his image, his likeness, our fellowship. And when that creation begins to cry out to the creator, in whatever form they know how, this God makes a way where there seems to be no way. If he has to pull a missionary from the other side of the world and send it through no telling what to get there, just like he did Paul and them, that's how he works. That's the reason a preacher must be sent. So how can he preach unless he's sent? Romans 1 and 20. I know I've been touching on this particular chapter a good bit here lately, but for the invisible things of him, talking about God, that one they rejected, the one they knew, but they, they failed to acknowledge him, to recognize him. Negligence is going to cost a lot of people eternity. Just a, a nonchalant, good old boy attitude toward God and church and the Word of God. You know, how often do you hear, that was a good old boy? They can't say he's a Christian. Not real sure about that. Maybe I should have left that alone, huh? For the invisible things of him from God from the creation of the world are clearly seen. His own creation has a language. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. So that they are without excuse. The creation itself declares and manifests a power, a glory. That every man is without excuse. Saying, God, I didn't know you. I never heard of you. I never saw you. No. no. When you and I walk out today and we, the sun, the creation itself, there is a language. That there is a God. There is a designer. There is an architect. There is one that spoke. And Psalms full. It's full of talking about God spoke it into existence. Amen. And all of this done before man was ever created on that sixth day. In fact, it was the fourth day of creation before he ever even created the sun, the moon, the stars. God created a light before there was ever a sun, moon, and stars. The fourth day. So, as we move on from that, we understand, watch this from, from Moses. Moses' writings in Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, 19th verse. Moses takes this whole chapter basically and instructs and warns and gives guidance unto the Israelite people. Of the promised land they're going into, the encounters they're going to have, and the things that they ought not do. And the things they should do. And in this particular verse in Deuteronomy 4, 19, he puts it this way. Unless thou shalt lift up thy eyes unto heaven, and when thou seest the sun, the moon, and the stars, even all the host of heaven... Shouldest thou be driven to worship them. They're so, they're so awesome. They're so beautiful. They're so powerful. Mankind is strong to worship them. 
throughout the scriptures of the Old Testament. Moabites, the Jebusites, the Philistines. They built gods unto the sun, to the moon. They built gods unto water. I heard, and this, this guy, was he was half Indian. You would have never known it by looking at him, but his mother was a full-blood Indian. I heard this message. He preached it, I tell you how long ago it's been. It was out in Bogalusa uh, when Brother Suber was out there. That's how long ago it's been. May have been a little before that even. But anyway, and he talked about the native Indians. He said, you know why they got in trouble? He said, you know why they wound up on reservations and they never come off of them? You know why they round up place? He said, I know we blame the white man. He said, but that's really not the truth. He said, black man, hey man, come through the same process. He said, you know what the difference between them and no red man? He said, that old black man got out in them old cotton fields. And this wouldn't go over in some places too good, but I'm just going to tell you like he told it. He said, they got out in them old cotton fields, man. He said, they got to singing about Jesus. And they got to singing about the blood. And they got to singing about this almighty God. He said the God of the universe began to open up doors and move on lives and hearts and put people in places, amen, to liberate and deliver them up even upon this earth. He said, but that old red man, he worshipped everything he said except, except the true God. He'd worship the sun. He'd worship all types of spirits. He'd worship the horse. He'd worship the mountains. He'd worship the valleys. He worshipped everything except God. Even himself. Scripture warned us about worshiping ourselves, our own bellies. Our, our own bellies is our God. The desires of our own belly. You know how, how you worship yourself is when you've got to have it your way. When you acting like that two-year-old at, at whatever age. I'm, I'll be careful there. I still amaze sometimes I watch them two at the house. It's, it is funny. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> they don't get their way. That stomp in that foot's gonna get you in trouble one day. <laughs> Praise God. Now we won't go quite to those extremes, but <laughs> boy, y'all looking at me like. Mm-hmm. So, we, we, we watch here how important it is to praise God and, and to worship Him and to be faithful in that. That regardless of what has, what's transpired. And, and I understand, hey, when you're sick and afflicted, please, I, I don't take this out of character, please, I, I'm not. But at the same time, uh, if, if we come, if we come, and regardless of what's going on around us and the troubles, and always remember the heartaches of life and disappointments in life. Uh, if we'll do a closer study in the New Testament, the persecution that the beginners uh, dealt with. In fact, if you read Philippians, if you read some of those letters and how that even Peter, and that what he addressed there and how he dealt with the persecution of the saints. Constantly being persecuted. Constantly being cast out. Constantly, amen, going without food and without clothing and proper clothing. That's the reason there was such a big fuss, amen, in the beginning of the, one of the biggest fuss they had over the widows and the, the, what was brought there on the tables and being dis- dispersed out because they didn't have no means of nobody to support them outside the church. 
Their own families had, had uh, disowned them. And, and the government, that what government was there, had disowned them. And, and so they, but they was willing to pay the price of that sacrifice of going days without even anything to eat. Claim Jesus Christ and the experience they had. But they'd be faithful to come to the house of God. And they would be faithful to worship Him. And we read, amen, the, those, the martyrs of God. And how that they would be burned at the stake. And they would be, be used as human torches, if you please. Now these things really happened. Amen. And how that they in those moments and times and their last breath. They'd worship and praise and magnify this God. That's the reason I think it would do us all good to make sure that I'm not going to let nothing rob me of my praise of Him. Regardless of what somebody said, regardless of what somebody's done, amen, God, you deserve my praise at all times. I'm dedicated to you. I'm committed to you. When I come in this place. So, so to go back to some of the first things I was saying. So don't consider it an odd or strange thing when you come in this house. That we promote. And we, we try everything it is with us to, to praise and to worship him. And to magnify and create an atmosphere. To join with the singers. And to join with the leaders of the worshiping of the service. And, 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 and nobody. You know we, we got chairs. But there's really no place. A place where there's some Somebody where it's a special seat and this is a this is an entertainment chair. This is where you come and you just sit and be entertained. No, everybody's a participant. Everybody's involved. Everybody's a part of the body. And so every part of the body. Um, what's this? What part of my body's not being involved in this worship? How can you worship without everything being involved? So, in a sense, that's the way it works as we come together. So, as we join together. And, and, and as we magnify and exalt Him and praise Him. The devil's doing everything. He don't want you to do that. And I understand sometimes the older we get, the harder it becomes. And I understand all that. And you can't run and dance and last maybe. But, but you know, and you, you're, never really, you're never too young and you're never too old to put, do your part. Man, what are you doing? I'm, I'm joining with them. I'm, 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 I'm binding with them. I'm believing with them. Because I want to create an atmosphere in this place for souls to be born. I want to create an atmosphere in this place for miracles to take place. I want to create because the Bible has taught us that he inhabits the praises of his people. And who do we want to show up here? Above even your pastor. <laughs> Amen. Above uh, the musicians and singers. Who do we want to show up here? We want Jesus Christ. We want the Holy Ghost. We want God to manifest Himself and declare His powers. Amen. You can't do that outside of His presence. But when His presence shows up, anything is possible. Amen. Everything's at our fingertips at that moment. And that's the reason carnality that's hostile against God and the devil that wars against God trying everything within its power to prevent that from ever happening. Because in the moments and in the seasons or the services it happens, Happen, you can expect miracles and revival and powerful things to happen. Don't underestimate the power of your praise. There'll be services you won't be able to, be able to feel as, as to get in as much. But if you'll give what you got, God can take a little and make much out of it. Okay, well, has any of you ever experienced, I've experienced this. Sometimes, man, you seem like you worship God with everything you got in you. Nothing seemed to happen. 
And then the next time, man, it don't seem like, you know, you're at your best, but you're sick or you're down. Uh, you know, I mean, when you got head colds and things of that nature, it's hard to get in that carpet with a head cold. Okay, without getting really just, you know. But you know what? There's times when it seems like I didn't have the strength or ability to put, but God just shows up. And I didn't seem to put near as much. But you know what plays a part of that? Is in those times when, when I feel like He hadn't showed up, but I worship Him as though He did. Because the book said He'd never leave me nor forsake me, so I know He's there. Regardless if I feel it or not. So. Y'all probably wondering if I'm going to even get to the lesson, huh? We're getting. I I won't be much longer. I'm going to try to. But Moses warned them. Should it be driven to worship them. And serve them. To, to depend on them. Cry out to them. Make altars unto them. Start creating things. Images. Uh, he, goes, he talks about that. Which the Lord thy God hath divided unto all nations under the whole heaven. Notice that latter part that Moses wrote there. That the Lord has divided. That has given to all nations. Jesus comes along, he reigns on the just and the unjust, don't he? You know, God could. God could. God could arrange that rain. It rained on, in, I'll just use me. It rained in Cain's Curve, down Billy Kane Lane, Beauchamp Lane, and jumps over Moore Road. He could. But thank God, He doesn't. He's a long-suffering, He's a merciful God. He's a given God. And so He reigns on the unjust as well as the just. He lets the sun shine upon their garden just like He will ours. Now, I do believe there is a limit because when you start talking about spiritual things and... Uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to jump that rabbit. Let's move on, because I'm never going to get through if I don't. Psalms 148 says, Praise ye him, praise ye him, sun, moon, praise him, all these stars of light. Listen to what he said. The two verses prior to this, called on the angels to praise him. It called on a man, all of the creation to praise him. Now it's calling on the sun, the moon, the stars to praise him. So all of this creation, if you go back to the beginning of the lesson, it says, nature itself worships Him. Uh, and I'm going to bypass some things, so let me just move on. To, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm going to go on to first. Praise ye the Lord, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. For why? Because, have you ever just really put... You know, I know a lot of times we complain about our, our statue. We don't like one thing or another about it. But, but have you ever really just put some real thought into it? Just where we came from. 
Have you ever went out there in that field and just picked that dirt up? This is what God made us from. This is where we're going back to. But yet from that, it creates this. That has the power, the ability to reason. Has the power and the ability to choose. All the other creations just doing what they're naturally born to do. It's just natural for them. In the way they worship Him. But you and I has the power of choice. We don't have to. We don't have to come in this house and lift our hands. We don't have to lift our voices. We don't have to give Him thanks throughout the day and on a daily basis. We, never, we, we don't never ever have to let Him ever cross our minds. Has that happened? It has. That's the generation that Noah's in. Every imagination was wicked and evil. It never crossed their mind about a God. I'm watching us going back to that. Back to Noah's day. Minds on everything but God. Caught up on everything but God. But you and I is created and His image has the, the power to choose. Amen. How we're going to worship Him. And worship goes a lot further, amen, than just walking in this house with clean hands. Paul writes about that, right? We sung about it the other night. Amen. Lifting up clean hands from a pure heart. There's no, no, no greater feeling, folks. There's no, no beautiful, amen, atmosphere than to lift your hands and to worship and to magnify. To know that He's sitting on the circle of this earth and watching every act, every performance of it. In every service. Watching everything get going on. He, 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 he catches it all. That's why it's so important to come. And, and, and I'm, I'm trying to hurry here. But, but we know that Brother Billy Cole. Amen. Whenever he went to see a, a real king. A king upon this earth. And, and how they gave him instructions. How to walk into that place. And, and once he walked into that place. Where the king was at. He was to never take his eyes off the king. Under, under, no, under no rule whatsoever. Under whatever distractions. Don't take your eyes off the king. He was also informed how to dress. He had to have a suit on. He had to have matching socks and shoes. And belt. Right to the T. To present himself unto the king. Now, folks, I'm not saying everybody's got to wear suits. I'm not saying that. But I, I do believe that there has to be a mentality and an attitude that I'm in the house of God now. I've come to worship Him. I've come to give Him some praise and my time and my full attention because He, der he deserves it all. And even at my best, I I'm going to come up short for what He really deserves as my provider, as my keeper, Amen. As my supplier. Because where would I be tonight or this morning if it hadn't been for God's mercy and grace? Amen. For His, his hand, His handiwork. And, and so I've come to, to worship Him now. I've come to, uh, this time has been set aside. This building has been dedicated for that. And, and you know, God sees all this. He knows that. And so when we walk into this place and this music begins and we begin to sing. And the singers is putting their heart into it. And,
They make preparation. They come, amen. They want to create an atmosphere. And we join up and we hook up with them. Amen. And I'm telling you, the glory cloud falls. Power of God begins to move. Amen. I'm telling you, that's, that's how things happen. That's how even people that were not able to be here. Hmm. Don't underestimate what can take place when we anoint these sheets. Lay our hands on them and call on Jesus Christ to reach out there and heal them. Turn their situations and their dilemmas around. You just keep coming knocking. I tell you who God's going to open the door up to. He's going to open it to the knocker. He's not going to open it up to that one sitting over in a corner waiting on everybody else to knock it. You got to want it. So as we look at Psalms itself, the, the, the praise ye the Lord, praise God, what? In His sanctuary. The, we're the temple of the Holy Ghost, but this is a place that's been dedicated as a place where appointed time has been set. And so when we come here, can, can I help us out a little bit? You know what I'd, I'd do? I'd start Saturday even. Tomorrow Sunday. I'd start telling my mind. I'd start telling my, my spirit. Tomorrow Sunday. Man, I'm going to dedicate some time. In fact, if, if somebody tried to plan something too late Saturday night, I said, no, we got church in the morning, and I don't want to get in bed that late and that tired, and I have to drag in. That's going to interfere with my, my being prepared and ready to give my best to God. I'm not being rude. I'm not being harsh, ma'am, sir. I'm just telling you, this is, this is what I feel. This is what I ought to do. Because tomorrow's Sunday. And I'm going to go and be in the love of my life. And the joy of my life. The peace of my life. The one that holds my eternity. The one that holds not only my eternity, but he holds every single day that I walk upon this earth. And now that I think about it, you know what? He holds my spouses every single day. And he holds my children's every single day. And he holds my grandchildren's every single day. In fact, he holds my enemy. And whenever he gets ready to take him out, you know what? I believe I'll show up early Sunday morning. I'm in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And I will walk in here with sleepy eyes. And I will walk in here with a thousand other things on mine. I know, no, no. I'm going to give my all to God. I'm going to lift up my voice. And, and you know what? I'm not going to let the naysayers. And I'm not going to let the deadheads. And I'm not going to let the, amen, those. Well, there he goes again. That's right. Amen. That's right. You got it. You got it right. There he goes again. There he goes. There she goes again. That's right. Amen. I'm in the house of God. If there's any place he ought to be living to, I can worship him. He ought to be here. If there's any place I ought to be able to praise him, he ought to be here. If there's any place I ought to lift my hand and lift my voice, it ought to be in our sanctuary. Come and lift up our hands. You know what? The scripture here sums it up. The Bible says everything has got breath. You don't even have to have the Holy Ghost to be qualified to do this. You don't even have to, you know, say that you crossed all the T's and dotted all the I's to do this. All you've got to have is breath. And that gives you more than enough to. been faithful to me. You've always there. You've always made a way. <laughs> when you really begin to think about it, 
when you really begin to ponder it, just how awesome he really is, how powerful, how loving, how caring he really is. Amen. <laughs> so here we come, amen, in the sanctuary and to praise him in the firmaments of his powers. I'd love to spend some time in Psalm 149, 1 and 4 in the beginning of that particular chapter, but we won't because... But even in that particular chapter, it talks about songs. Joining together, uniting together, bonding together to worship Him through songs. Amen. It talks about in Psalms 29 and 9, His temple doth everyone speak. In his temple, everyone speaketh of his glory. We're here to talk about Jesus. We're not here to talk about the weather. We're not here to talk about the neighbors. We're not here to talk about... No. And I'm not going to distract my neighbor, amen, by running my mouth. I'm in the house of God. And I, 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 you know, if I don't want to listen, I'm sure not going to prevent somebody else from listening. I want God to be looking up there and saying, you know what, you interrupted them for the last... Kind of like that teacher finally gets enough. Now, you interrupt this class long enough, buddy. I'm fixing to call your mama and daddy. I'm fixing to whip your backside. We're fixing to take you to principal. He's going to whip your backside. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> this is what this place is here for. Psalms 116 says, I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence watch this, of all his people. I'm going to pay my vows. God's been good to me. Don't get frustrated with your pastor when he looks at you sometimes and thinking, what are you doing? What's the matter with you? Don't tell me God ain't been good to you because I know better. That's really just important. It's important, Sister Liz, that we come and give him praise before all these people. Let Let me say, you shouldn't ever be ashamed to worship God. Especially at the house of God. If you got somebody that's going to tell them, roll them eyes or, you know, give that old critical, you just don't pay that no attention. That's just uncontrolled flesh or the devil himself. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is going over good in places. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. But it's still true anyway. Hallelujah. Because see, we, we didn't come here to just relax and kick back and be dead. And we're, we're not among the God of the dead. He's among the God, the God of the living. Hallelujah. So we're not dead in trespasses and sins. And we're not depressed. And we're not down and out. And we're not a defeated foe. And, and the devil doesn't have the bad, best end of this deal, folks. <laughs> Man, if anybody's got something to praise about and dance about and get excited about, even on Sunday mornings, hallelujah, hallelujah it's us. Amen. That has a revelation of who Jesus Christ really is. Hallelujah. How he can protect a guy when, he's, when, he, when the numbers are running way over and he ought to be passing out and the nurses and doctors is all upset. But there's a God in his life. Hallelujah. There's a family that's praying. There's a church family that's praying. And God, amen, can help us and strengthen us and keep us. Hallelujah. Until we really understand what's going on. I'm telling you, he's a keeping God. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy, amen, to be worshipped. You've got to worship something so your body as well worship Jesus Christ. Your body will make up in your mind and heart and spirit. This body is designed to worship Him. And it goes on. It says, I'm going to worship Him in the dance. I'm going to worship Him on high sounding cymbals. Now some of us don't like noise. I can make noise. 
the high sounding God loves it they tell us that that that, that really never goes away they say the words that you have said they never go away that they're still out there hey it still amazes me how we can pick up a phone be in Timbuktu and talk to somebody halfway around the world we're standing out in the middle of nowhere with just a little gadget you know what it sounds like the one you're talking to I believe that's you that sounds like you you know God keeps a perfect record he keeps one a lot better than what we do, I promise you. I don't want on my side of the mumbling side to go, my numbers to be far outside my praise side. Uh, no. Oh, he's mumbered here and he's mumbered there, but look at him. Read about David. If anybody ordered mumbered about where he was going and who was following him and the caves and the battle and who he's fighting against and oh he'd already been anointed and he already should have been king but David never used violence or the iron of or the hand of flesh amen to attain that place he let God work it out but you know what it never robbed him of praising he never quit playing the heart amen whenever whenever Saul would take a dagger amen or try to take his life I believe David made sure he grew he picked up the harp baby he didn't leave the harp had a he didn't leave he didn't stop praising either he didn't start, stop magnifying God because it didn't go his way in his time come on I'm preaching to us he deserves my praise I love when it all went the opposite way God you deserve it you deserve it you deserve it in this house we can stand I know my time's out I'm sorry I'd love to cover a few more, but praise him for his mighty acts. I'm sure we've all done this. Have you ever, you ever, you ever felt sorry for yourself? You ever got to you know, sit down in a place and poor little old mean man, this is going wrong, that's going wrong, and boy, this is. But then all of a sudden, something clicks. And you start thinking the, about God and His goodness and how good He's been to you. And you, you know, but you know what? God, you've been good to me. I, I get to think about, you know, you answered this prayer. You've done this. And, and you blessed me here. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm eating more than I should. And, uh, man, I, I eat ham and turkey. I should have just stayed with turkey. And uh, all of a sudden you feel something lifting. All of a sudden you feel a change made. You didn't go anywhere. You didn't do any. But it's, you begin to praise Him. And you know what? The Bible's true. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter if you're by yourself or in the church. When you begin to praise Him, the Bible says He inhabits the praises of His people. You don't have to wait till you get here. You can do that in the middle of the kitchen. You can have a little church right there in the middle of the kitchen. A little hold down, a little shout right there in the middle of the kitchen. He's worthy to be praised in all times, all situations, in all areas of your life. Hallelujah. You could praise Him out on the deer stand. So what if they see it? Huh. I was doing something somewhere, and I'm going to let you go. 
and, and, you know, when you get to thinking about the Lord and His goodness, and, you know, sometimes you just, so you get beside yourself, and, man, you get to dance and do it around, and, and all of a sudden the devil said, somebody going to see that. And the Holy Ghost spoke back to me. He said, and they need to see it. They see enough junk. See enough junk out there, what they're doing, what uninfluence they're under. They need to see somebody under the influence of the Holy Ghost. And from the pureness of their heart, amen, to worshiping God. Because this praise will loose the bands of the, the power of the enemy upon lives and hearts and souls. Say, this is what I've been looking for. This is a God I need to experience. This is a God I need to be praising and, and worshiping. That's worship. Worship. You don't wait to get here and call that worship. You don't wait until you got an audience. I believe you can worship this God, Amen, in a in a prayer closet, dance, magnify, and get beside yourself, just like we can right out here. Let's do it. Love you this morning. Appreciate you. Uh, this is this is. Uh, I know I didn't get finished, but. But let's plant this in our hearts. We come back in this place tonight. Let's think about this. Lift my voice. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to get with it. To whatever measure that might be. I'm going to get with it, God. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to just sit down here. and oh, I'm, I'm going I'm to connect. That's how you connect. I mean, if, if, if this is all we can do, that's as high as you, that'd be high enough. God to connect. But if you can do this, it's kind of like that GPS stuff. <laughs> Man, they got them out there now. You can buy those antennas. You can unfold them. And all of a sudden, well, you couldn't get no, no, no response. Dun. He was there all the time. He was there all the time. He was waiting on you. He was waiting on your praise to show up. Amen. He was ready. Let's love him tonight. Let's worship tonight. Appreciate you. God bless you. Choir practice, 4.30. Service time, prayer time at 5.30. 6 o'clock service time. So let's come in this house. The Holy Ghost is going to fall in this place tonight. God bless you. Appreciate you.